Hey, this is Pastor David. Thanks for plugging in today. I believe that this word from God will encourage you, challenge you, and help direct you toward your destiny. A new commandment I give unto you, Jesus said, that you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and understanding, and that you love your neighbor as yourself. Let's get right into the word. There's no one like our God, no one at all. Gave his son for us, Jesus the Lord. Who can love us like he does? No one at all. Oh, how we love you, Lord. Welcome, friends and family, to this episode of Daily Bread. Pastor Dave here in the podcasting studio talking with you about the Ten Commandments. Make sure you go back and listen to the other couple of Daily Breads to get caught up. Today, we're going to talk about Commandments number four, and five. Many people who revere the Ten Commandments don't think that the fourth is particularly important, let alone binding. However, once you understand it, you will recognize how life-changing, even world-changing, the Sabbath commandment is. You may even begin to appreciate how relevant it is to your own life. Exodus 20 and verse 8 says this, Remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For six days the Lord has made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Let me give you five reasons why I think this is so important. First, perhaps more than any other commandment, this one restores dignity to the human being. How does keeping the Sabbath restore your dignity? For nearly all of human history, life consisted overwhelmingly of work. In effect, humans were no more than beasts of burden. This commandment changed all that by insisting that people take a day off. Second, the Sabbath day reminds people that they are meant to be free. Moses said, remember that you were slaves in Egypt. In other words, remember that slaves cannot have a Sabbath. From the Bible's perspective, unless it's necessary for survival, people who choose to work seven days a week are slaves. Slaves to work, slaves to money, but slaves nonetheless. The millionaire who works seven days a week is simply a rich slave. Third, the Sabbath commandment greatly humanized that terrible institution called slavery and even helped to make slavery impossible. By definition, a slave owner didn't have to let a slave rest, let alone to rest one day every week. Yet, that is exactly what the fourth commandment requires. Even a slave has fundamental human rights, and therefore, a slave, too, is a human being. Fourth, the Sabbath almost single-handedly creates and strengthens family ties and friendships. When a person takes a day off, 
that day almost inevitably becomes a day spent with other people. It can also help marriages. Ask anyone married to a workaholic how good it would be for their marriage if their spouse would not work for one day each week. Fifth, the Sabbath commandment granted animals dignity also. Even animals had to rest one day a week. This may, in fact, be the first national law in history on behalf of animals everywhere. You're welcome, PETA. Better than a day of rest, the people who felt divinely obligated to give their animals time off are much less likely to treat their animals cruelly any other day of the week. Now, all five of these life-changing, society-changing benefits of the Sabbath are available to anyone. You don't have to be a Jew, a Christian, or even a believer in God to derive all these benefits, proving once again how inclusive our God really is. Here's an interesting contrast. Just as faith brings people to the Sabbath, observing the Sabbath brings people to faith in God. In fact, every time you keep the Sabbath, you're affirming that there is a creator, that the world didn't just happen, that life isn't some meaningless coincidence, but that it is infinitely meaningful, and therefore each of us has a unique significance and purpose. Those who honor the Sabbath are often happier individuals with richer family lives, more serenity, a community of friends, and yes, the medical community has confirmed that they are even healthier. Now let's consider the fifth commandment, Exodus 20 in verse 12. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Again, we see God describing himself in the Bible as a giver, a kind and loving father. This commandment is so important that it is one of the only commandments that gives a reason for observing it. Think about that. None of the other commandments come with a reason. Many people interpret that as a reward, and you might think of it as a reward. However, it's actually a reason. If you build a society in which children honor their parents, your society will long survive. Is there any wonder why Hollywood and mainstream media always has these shows where they showcase the fumbling, bumbling dad, the guy who doesn't really know anything about anything, the parents who are out of touch, the parents who can't figure out how to relate to their kids. Clearly, the enemy is working to separate children and parents. In contrast, a society in which children do not honor their parents is doomed to self-destruction. This connection between honoring parents and maintaining civilization is not widely recognized. On the contrary, many of the best educated do not believe that their children need to show them honor, since honoring implies an authority figure, and that is a status that many modern parents reject. In addition, many parents seek to be loved rather than honored. Interestingly, not the Bible or the Ten Commandments commands us to love our parents. It's striking 
because the Bible commands us to love our neighbor. The Bible commands us to love our God. The Bible commands us to love the stranger. Yet God understands that there will always be individuals who, for whatever reason, do not love a parent. However, they are commanded to honor them. Therefore, God does not demand what may be psychologically or emotionally impossible. It does demand that we show honor to our parents. And why is honoring parents so important? Why does the Ten Commandments believe that society cannot survive if this command were widely violated? Well, one reason is that we, as children, need it. Parents may want to be honored, and they should want to be honored. But children need to honor parents. A father and a mother who are not honored are nothing more than adult peers of their children, rather than parents as God intended. No generation knows better than ours the terrible consequences of growing up without a father. Fatherless boys are far more likely to grow up and commit violent crime, mistreat women, and act out against society. Girls who don't have a father to honor are more likely to seek out the wrong men and be promiscuous at an early age. Second, honoring parents is how nearly all of us come to recognize that there is a moral authority above us whom we are morally accountable to. Without it, we can't contain or create a moral society. The authority over the Ten Commandments is the Creator God, and therefore over our parents. It's very difficult to honor God without having had a parent to honor. Even atheist psychologists believe that one's attitude toward their father largely shapes their attitude toward God. There's one more reason why honoring parents is fundamental to a good society. Honoring parents is the best antidote to totalitarianism. One of the first things oppressive movements seem to do is break the child-parent bond. A child's allegiance is shifted from the parents to the state. Even in democratic societies, the larger the state becomes, the more it usurps the parent role. Finally, there are many ways to honor parents. The general rule is that they get special treatment. Parents are unique, so they must be treated in a unique way. You don't talk to them in quite the same way that you do anyone else. For example, you might use bad words when speaking to a friend, but you really shouldn't with a parent, even if your parents are cool with it. You don't call them by their first name, and when you leave your home and maintain your own, you stay in contact with them. No contact with parents is the opposite of honoring them. While we all recognize that some parents have behaved so cruelly, and I mean cruelly, not annoyingly, so cruelly that one finds it morally impossible to honor them. There are such cases, but thankfully, they are rare. In closing, I urge you to remember this. If your children see you honor your parents, if your children see you honor your God, no matter how difficult it may sometimes be, the chances are far greater that they will honor you, and your God will become theirs as well. 
We've been talking about the Ten Commandments and what they reveal about our God. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Daily Bread. Make sure to explore our archive of messages on YouTube by typing Strong Tower Casper in the search bar. Thanks again for listening. Without your faithful support, we wouldn't be able to do the work that God has called us to. If you know someone who would be blessed by what you just heard, please pass this along. At Strong Tower, we believe that you are a unique expression of God's love and creativity, and we consider it an honor to be a part of your journey. There's no one like-